Hi, and welcome to the Indivisible YOLO podcast, a podcast by and for members of Indivisible YOLO. Today we're here with Cynthia Rodriguez, who is the president of the West YOLO Democratic Club. Let's do it. I'm Elizabeth Aramas Diaz, and today we're here with Cynthia Rodriguez, who is the president of the West Yellow Democratic Club. Cynthia, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, well, to start off, um, who is the West Yellow Democratic Club, and what do you do? The West Yellow Democratic Club was started in um, about, I think it was 2003, when uh, John Kerry was running. And we, um, there were several of us uh, who got together and we're just talking politics, as we do, and um, said, you know, this should be something out here. We're kind of uh, a distance from everything. We're at the far end of the county. And uh, so three of us put our heads together and decided to start a club. And we didn't know what was involved at all. And one one member, uh, one, the, one of the three of us looked into how we get um, chartered and accepted into the actual party. And we started holding, um, like, Fund, fundraisers or meet and greets just um, at our houses to try and um, get people interested. And it's very easy, at least at that time um, in, you know, 03, before people became as activist as they are now, to wonder who your uh, brothers and sisters are who want to be um, involved in political causes. So we were really pleased to have a lot of people come to our early uh, meetings at local houses and um, from there, we became a club uh, within the Yolo County Democratic um, uh, Party uh, groups, and we have uh, run um, campaign issues every every year since then. Um, I was the first president, and uh, I'm still president today, although there was one year where I wasn't president, um, and I had to do some other things that year. But um, the role of president is so... Uh, backseat to the club. The club is really about the members and people having an opportunity to um, express what they're interested in and to try and show the community what we think are the important values of of Democrats um, that they can um, emphasize by voting for Democrats. And that's sort of our mission is to um, explain what we're about, what we think is important. And we think the things we think important uh, are important connect with a lot of people. Great. Uh, Cynthia, who are you and what led you to the West Yellow Democratic Club? I'm one of those longtime Democrats. I, I walked uh, the beat for Eugene McCarthy and when I was 11 in uh, Solano County. I went door to door passing out literature. And, um, and then a few years later, did a lot of elect, uh, local election volunteering, school board, that sort of thing. I've just always been really interested in politics. And uh, that's probably one of the reasons I became an attorney. Um, And for about 15 years, I was a public defender, which I felt was a real uh, constitutional uh, job where you're directly relating to what America is about, which is giving voice to the voiceless and giving them opportunity to be heard and understood. You know, whether whether you liked what they had to say or not, they had a right to be heard and about how um, what happened or didn't happen um, could be told from their their view. So um, that's what I that's what I've always had a great interest in. And you know, to me, it wasn't enough to be a part of a bigger group because I 
um, I like the small group, uh, the local group, where you can really talk about issues. We're about issues um, first off, and every meeting you'll find people bringing up either current or long-range plans that they want to help, um, you know, get off the ground for for our community and for, um, you know, for our country. What are your club's values? We have, um, in the last year, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a lot of talk about, oh, Democrats don't know what they stand for. And we were really, um, you know, disheartened by that because we do know what we stand for. And as a matter of fact, we really feel like what we stand for is what most of America is interested in. So we spent a couple of meetings trying to hone what it is that we thought was uh, were the important values of our group. And um, after that, we've been setting a number of forums to discuss each of those values with you know, within the group, as well as um, with anybody who wants to come, positive or negative, you know, has the same view or a different view. We set them their free meetings with uh, light refreshments um, where we talk about them. And the seven core values that we uh, came up with were to one was number one was to protect our rights and freedom. Number two was to build a prosperous economy. Number three was to protect the global climate. Number four, strengthen the integrity of our democracy. Number five, provide for human needs. Um, number six, sustain the environment. Uh, and number seven, uh, live, uh, live to live our American values. And this right now we have a forum coming up on August 1st um, that'll be in downtown Winters. Um, I'm not sure of the address, but it's the... Um, well, I'll get that for you by the end. Um, and it, that one, we're going to discuss number four, the to strengthen the integrity of our democracy. And it's just a usually a small group, around a dozen people. And the discussions can be lively or quiet, um, but they're very respectful. And, and one of the things that pleases me most is, you know, um, to have people who you don't always hear necessarily a lot from and how strong their views are on these things. We haven't had a lot of disagreements. Mostly people um, are, are, you know, really interested in the same things, which is, you know, respect and um, support for our friends and neighbors. What issues have you highlighted at these forums? Um, we've done um, protect our rights and freedom. We've done uh, build a prosperous economy. We did uh, protect the global Climate, and the next one we have is the strengthen um, the integrity of our democracy. And of course, you know, these are our core values, but they are also very topical for the times that we're going through. You know, what what are we what are we going to be in the future? What do we want to be, and how do we steer that direction? Um, how do we make integrity more important than um, the mighty dollar? There's a lot of issues that speak to our members that. Um, when we talk about them to people, even who aren't Democrats, they are very interested in having those values, you know, discussed and brought to the forefront. Right on. What is the uh, location and date of that forum again? The August uh, 1st forum will be in Winters at the Yolo Federal Credit Union, which is on Grant Avenue across from the uh, Lorenzo's grocery store. It's a great little town because we can basically refer to, you know, the two streets that have any commercial things on them by just saying, across from here, across from there. You can't miss it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, what issues are Yolo, is Yolo County facing today? Um, it's our belief that, you know, Yellow County's issues reflect the nation's issues. We have the issue of um, debt for college. We, we have a very agricultural community, so, 
there's a lot of uh, people whose income is not steady in the way that people who um, have a you know paycheck life uh, have that they they don't have the same resources. So um, the ag issues seem to play over everything. So if you have kids that you want to send to college and you have um, a non um, traditional income, or actually, it's a more traditional income, a non-modern income. It's very difficult to do um, to to afford that, and taking on more loans, etc., is very hard on both families and students. And um, we also have supreme ag issues in terms of agricultural issues, and in, in terms of um, how the Department of Agriculture addresses our needs, um, and how they uh, we, we are becoming. You know, it's funny. I was going to use a term that's actually about the city, which is gentrified. But we also have, they call it ag tourism. Um, and as people buy up land to have a, um, you know, wedding venue or a um, party venue or what my my brother used to call the farm ride, take me, let me take a ticket for the farm ride, um, we lose good agricultural land and that makes, um, makes it difficult for everyone. But there are myriad... Um, agricultural issues and we and also just rural issues with the, there's a rural caucus um, for the Democratic Party and we really want attention to pay paid to how to support people living a rural existence our town I remember when we moved there 30 years ago um, my husband and I and our kids the uh, realtor said oh yeah by the year 2000 there'll be 10,000 people in winters well there's still only 6,000 something people in winters it's it's grown by about um, you know five four or five hundred in the last 30 years so um, it it's not become uh, a more uh, suburban location and and frankly we're not you know hoping it will um, we certainly believe in people need housing but we also believe that you know we have great farmland out there and it needs to be protected and farmers need to be supported and um, we need to have in place all the players who uh, know what does those things. And and these are not corporate farms or big farms. We're still talking about a lot of small farms um, because this is uh, direct food growing, mixed crops, uh, community supported agriculture, um, a lot of uh, a lot of that out in Cape Valley and in uh, the Winters area. So recently, we had a Senator Bill Dowd, who represents Yolo County, stop by and greet the Democratic Party. How was that interaction? You know, it's really interesting when the local electeds come to um, the Central Committee because the Central Committee is made up of a lot of people who come from their area because they have really strong feelings. And so um, I thought Bill Dodd did a a good job. He um, really was involved, really uh, listened to people and and was um, reacted strongly to um, different ideas, you know, whether it be a, a thumb up or a thumb down. And I really respect and, and um, I'm glad that he did that. One thing I would have liked to see there was more people who weren't just in the committee. Um, you know, we we have people, we have meetings that are open to the public. And I think it would do all of us good, all of us who both feel we represent our parties in our area, as well as people who are the elected representatives, to have, um, you know, not an overwhelming, but at least some sort of uh, town hall type uh, involvement with regular folks. And so we're trying to, um, right now, as a matter of fact, scope out a way that we can have um, more of the town's 
just the townspeople at some of the central committee meetings, particularly the ones that are held in winters. And, you know, it, it, winters is only has a weekly paper, so it's not as easy as it would be where there's uh, easier publicity. But um, I think Senator Dodd would have enjoyed that because he certainly is, you know, feisty and he's um, ready to come out and tell you exactly how he feels. So that was a very positive um, meeting. And uh, we've had... Um, uh, him at our fundraisers and our other meetings, and he's you know regularly available, and we're very appreciative of that. And at the meeting, I you know I I asked him several questions, and um, I I really enjoy seeing him uh, because he he's listening to you, and he's going to tell you whether he likes it or not. And I think it's just uh, the best part of politics when people of all different. Um, angles of your party are able to get together and and say what they think is important because you know there's there's as many opinions as there are stars in the sky uh, even within one party it's good to know that he showed up and had something interesting to say so earlier um as we were talking about the history of the club and all of that i wanted to ask are there any notable members um, of the west yellow democratic club well you know, in the group, it turns out we're all notable. We, we know each other for our opinions and our ideas. And um, that is what is uh, really good. Our core membership is about you know, less than 20 people will come to m- the regular meetings. And then we have other people who, you know, want to want to be uh, in contact, but don't necessarily aren't go to meeting type folks. So um, we have a, just a large group of just fascinating people from all walks of life. I mean, more specifically, um, Richard Holstock, Dick Holstock, who used to be in the Davis City Council, is uh, a, a very strong member and has often been an officer of, uh, of our court, of our court, of our <laughs> club. And we also have um, Richard Rominger, who was a... Um, he was an undersecretary of agriculture in the Clinton administration, and I think he served as um, acting secretary several times. Um, a very, um, oh, he also was the California secretary of agriculture. So we have a really great um, focus on agriculture in our in our group, and um, a lot of contacts with um, folks to give get our opinions out. And uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to have Jerry Brown at a fundraiser, and we did. Uh, uh, we had some other fundraisers where we also had a lot of um, um, well-connected um, politicians because we've been so fortunate as to have people who um, were able to um, get them. I think that's that's been the magic. And 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 also at our, um, we have several members who are musicians, so we generally are able to get um, really good music at our forums, and we've been able to um, have our. Uh, our um, fundraisers and uh, meetings at the Palms. Um, at, of course, anybody can, but it's easy for us because we're in town. And um, that's made a lot of our um, fundraisers and meetings really successful because of the, um, the, the, great, the great times we have. The uh, Obama inaugural ball that we had was so much fun. Uh, uh, what did we call it? I think it was jeans to ball gowns, and uh, we had all those things. So... Um, that's our that's sort of our our exciting membership and our exciting um, events of the past. Um, can you speak a little bit more about past events that you've put on? Yeah, you know we we also um, in the earlier years we haven't done it quite the same way lately, but we used to try and pick an uh, an issue a year. So one year we did um, a lot of 
um, meetings and um, investigation on education and um, looked at, you know, the kind of education that's available in public schools and the kind of needs that they have to reach communities like ours, um, rural uh, agricultural communities. And we did a fundraiser for the schools and uh, based on the schools. And we um, had a uh, high school class cater our uh, our uh, fundraiser. We've had a lot of uh, fun with that and education's an issue very close to our hearts. Um, and we had a, um, a Haiti uh, relief uh, event when uh, Haiti had the earthquake and tremendous amount of death and destruction. Um, and our donations weren't large but um, because we are a small location, but we got a lot of people talking about this issue and we had people from the Bay Area, we had people from um, the Sacramento area. So we really see that as one of our um, goals is to do that over and over again. Um, we've also had several what we call um, uh, soapbox events where um, food is free. We all bring uh, giant uh, potluck dishes and we let people stand up on a literally a soapbox that we put in the front of the uh, event location and they can get up and say whatever they want and that's been very popular and and fun because um folks are informed you know folks know a lot of things and uh, it's just such a great chance to learn from others and to humble yourself and realize boy all those things i've been concentrating on and i didn't even know about this thing which is so important to people what is one of the more fascinating things that you've learned from your members well, I have kind of a general reaction to that, which is to say the great things about about having a lot of different people from a lot of different perspectives come to talk to you is that what you learn are the reasons why viewpoints differ and really the best way to reach people on an issue. Um, you know, we've had some... Um, disagreements within our group about should the most important thing we ever talk about be climate change because the issues we believe we perceive to be so imminent and yet um, we've had some great uh, talk from people who come from communities of um, great poverty saying you know if I can't feed my kids it's not that important to me to worry about the climate because I have to do something today so you know, having that opportunity to learn from people what they, you know, why, what makes them tick, why they don't have the same concerns and how you get to the place where you can respect everybody's issues and um, put them on a platform where they all will be addressed and nobody will be t able to say to you, no, I'm sorry, your issue is not the most important issue, so we're not going to talk about it. Um, and so I think I've really... Um, I've I've learned that people have significant reasons for um, and important reasons for focusing where they focus, and that we have to meet them there um, and and try and uplift them so that their their lives are bearable and we're all able to address you know the idea of keeping our our um, disasters at bay <laughs> and and that can only be done if we're listening to each other. What other events or upcoming fundraisers are there for the club? Oh, there's, there's, this is a, a hot summer for us uh, in many ways. And uh, the Democratic uh, Central Committee itself has an event coming up this, uh, I think it's this Friday, July 27th, where um, renowned um, expert on uh, racism, Tim Wise, is going to be at the Senior Center in Davis at uh, about 630 on um, 
as I said, on July 27th. And for us at the West Yellow Democratic Club, which um, actually does have a Facebook um, site of West Yellow Democratic Club, and um, there you can see all of our events and upcoming meeting announcements and things like that. Uh, we have a fundraiser coming up in August on the 25th, um, and most of we do these every other year, and most of them we've titled um, practically uh, Party at the Ranch because we usually try to get a large ranch location to do them at. And this year we're going to be at Lester, um, what's called Dixon Ridge, the farm of Kathy uh, and Russ Lester. And we're going to have um, Jim Hightower there. Um, who, as you may know, is a, a renowned agricultural expert and general uh, uh, wise man of great information from Texas. And he has the Hightower Lowdown as his uh, uh, summary of the weekly news that he puts out, which is just both um, funny and, and genius. And um, that's going to be, uh, I believe it's at 4.30. And um, we have a great... Uh, Mexican dinner served uh, from from uh, from Winters, and we have we're going to have music as usual, and then we'll have some other speakers too, probably um, mostly local electeds, but there may be some other surprises. But um, that fundraiser, which is again on August twenty fifth, will be our biannual um, fundraiser from which we get most of our funds that we, you know. Eventually, um, for example, in the last election, we contributed to um, several different um, politicians who were, uh, you know, running to change the House uh, majority. And we were able to um, give to folks who were, uh, you know, very, very in close races. And we consider that really important. We consider giving locally very, very important. But also, you know, we're, we're all in this together to try and get the best people elected in California so they can really represent what, um, what we want to have happening in our government. I understand that Yolo County has the second largest youth detention center in the country. Is that correct? It has a very large uh, youth detention center. I've heard that statistic. I personally can't swear on it, but I have heard that said. And I know that we have um, a population um, that we keep for the federal government. And this has been controversial for a long while. And one of the issues that arose a couple of years ago when there was uh, when it was before the um, county um supervisors was, well, you know, we, we actually felt, they actually felt that um, Yolo County probably did a more um, humane and, and um, appropriate um, care for uh, people who were going to be held in custody, whether it was here or in some less um, well-maintained facility in some, um, you know, unpopulated and with a center with no attention to it. So at the that passed very narrowly last time. And now I think there's been a lot of turnaround of the idea that that is appropriate. We are just um, all of us in, in our group, and I think most of us in America are pretty shocked um, to be um, made complicit with what's going on at the border because that that is the the bottom line. We are made complicit because it's our government. Whether you, no matter who you voted for, this is our government, and we are uh, part of it by being uh, Americans. And the things that are happening there are just horrifying to us. You know, we've we've um, tried hard, and and our group has uh, talked often about the um, 
frightening and demeaning situation at the border. And, and of course, it's not only horrifying for adults, but particularly thinking of small children who will be scarred for a lifetime by what's going on down there. And we've mentioned it at uh, every meeting. We've discussed it. We've mentioned it at other meetings that we go to. Um, I've talked about it several times at the Central Committee. Um, we've had responses like, you know, oh, we've, there's resolutions that have been made. And that's to us is, you know, just uh, encouragement, encouragement that we go out and do more than make resolutions because the resolutions have not done anything to date. Although we are um, more hopeful since more people have hit the streets. Full respect to um, Yolo County for being involved in many of the um, uh, protest marches and, and group gatherings to 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 say, you know, we, as I said, we may be complicit because this is our government, but we won't be silent and we won't watch this happen and not um, acknowledge that what is going on is um, far beyond what any of us feel we ever would have allowed to happen in this country were our voices listened to. And having all those people in Yolo County, as I said, it's been a um, paradoxical all along. You know, folks genuinely were hoping that having people here in Yolo County meant we would see to their education and their treatment, et cetera. Um, and yet it, it hasn't. And I'm, we're really hoping that that tide is going to turn on that and Yolo County is no longer going to participate in that kind of thing. And that the entire country will succeed in putting the administration on notice that this is not um, this is not acceptable. We, we won't be party to this. What is the best way for people to get involved? In politics in general, I, as I said, when I was 11, I was knocking door to door, and we've done a lot of that in our club. And, um, you know, we think that um, Democratic Club is a great way to get involved. It's a great way to educate yourself on, on what's going on. And believe me, we're not all experts. You know, somebody will know about one thing and somebody else will know about another. So we're all there to learn. So don't feel like, oh, I'm not political enough to go to this. It, it doesn't demand that at all. It, it just demands that you um, be willing to listen and, and, and dis- decide for yourself what the best uh, way is to, to try and make things attune to your values. Um, but we have, a, as I said, we have a Facebook page. You can see our different events. Um, the forums are a great way to get involved because it's no commitment at all. You could just come to any forum. There's no charge. There's, um, we believe our, our group membership is, I think it's a dollar every two years. For the first 15 nice. years, it was zero. But then they told us if we didn't charge something, we couldn't stay in the group. So we went to a dollar because we really feel like the importance of gathering people in to and, and you know, supporting each other and what we think are the important things in life is far more important than the money issue ever could be. So um, coming to our meetings, going to uh, indivisible meetings, those are really um Wonderful. I'm I'm not a part of that group, but a lot of our members are, and they just have wonderful things to say about it. Um, just reading the paper, writing a letter to the editor, um, or you know, teaching your kids about it. I was reading that thing the other day about in Oregon they're going to make teaching the Holocaust mandatory. It's shocking to believe that it wasn't already mandatory. How could you know? I remember teaching my kids when they were very young. Um, you know, in school, but um, that, and but they hadn't heard it at school yet. But you know, those kind of historical events, the 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 panoply of human behavior, is important for your kids to to know or 
you know, I mean, the cliche is it's doomed to repeat itself, but it, they're also going to live it. They're going to see um, people who, who aren't taking others' um, needs into account. And, you know, that's that's something we have to, in raising kids, I have four kids um, and, and I also have grandkids, you know, we have to take those things into account, what they know. And um, so I think educating yourself on issues, doing some reading, going to the library, public library is so great. Public library has so much to offer us all, um, such a little used resource. Um, and they have good air conditioning too. So it's a great place to go and uh, read, pick up a newspaper, pick up a book, pick up a history story. Um endless enjoyment and makes your world broader. Cynthia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I've really enjoyed this opportunity. We just spoke to Cynthia Rodriguez, president of the West YOLO Democratic Club. On a note of personal privilege, the Indivisible YOLO podcast stands in solidarity with the half a million peaceful demonstrators in Puerto Rico and around the world who are urging Governor Ricardo Rosselló to resign on the grounds of corruption and withholding life-saving aid for the people on the island. It is also important to note that Rosselló is not the only government official with blood on his hands. A thorough investigation must be done to account for the hurricane relief funds. If you'd like to get involved, you're welcome to use our Amplify app to call local electeds, including Congressman Garamendi, who voted in favor of the Promesa bill, which established a fiscal control board on the island, which violates the Puerto Rican Constitution. As always, thanks for listening.